Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live with Stephen Airy on Mojo 5-0. Live free. With me tonight, I have Mitchell Gerber. He is the uh, he's part of the organization called StopOrganHarvesting.org. Mitchell, how you doing tonight? Good to see you, Stephen. Glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Uh, you have a big story that you want to get covered and that you need people to hear. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, I tell you, this is something that will blow people's minds. I was blown away when I first heard about it so many years ago, about 18 years ago. And mm. I have it, it, it ignited such a passion in me, unlike anything ever before. And my background has been human rights, political studies, business. And this particular issue that is occurring deep within China, behind enemy lines, covered up by the Chinese communist regime for the last 20 years, really soul-stirred me to, to action and made me really um, passionate for this particular cause. And mm -hmm. it's to stop, it's to, it's, to, it's to expose forced live organ harvesting in China. And so before we get into it, uh, I think your listeners, because to, to hear about forced organ harvesting, people think, well, is this really going on? I mean... You've got China, which is the largest uh, regime on, on earth, the largest military, the largest economy, the largest amount of population, forced organ harvesting. And yeah, folks, forced organ harvesting. And this has been confirmed since 2006 by the lead investigators, which I'd love to share, a, a, uh, if I may. Sure. Sure. Okay, here we go. Uh, a rather upsetting issue, uh, allegations that uh, have uh, repeatedly been aired that China uh, plays a part in harvesting organs, uh, mainly of executed prisoners. Um, the numbers run to thousands every year. Uh, the uh, organs then get sold on for transplants. Um, it's always been vehemently denied by the Chinese government. But here in Britain, representatives of a campaign called Forced Organ Harvesting have been looking at the issue, and they've gone as far as presenting their latest findings to the British Parliament, to representatives 
representatives. Join us here in the studio. Welcome to David Kilgore, former member of the Canadian Parliament, and Ethan Goodman, uh, author of several books on China, who both been involved in the investigations, are here to tell us a little bit more. Uh, David uh, Kilgore, if I could start with you, um, what are the latest findings of your investigation? What are you closing in on? Uh, that about well, about 65,000 Falun Gong practitioners have been killed and their organs trafficked. Uh, there are other people too, uh, convicted prisoners uh, are, are killed, of course. But uh, the thing that we're focusing on is the Falun Gong community. My, my colleague Ethan Guckman has, has done a lot of work on the Uyghur community. He'll probably want to say something about that. But yeah, there, there's no doubt. We have... 52 kinds of evidence that this is uh, this is happening. To give you the easiest way, example, uh, uh, the wife of a surgeon told us that her husband had removed the corneas from 2,000 Falun Gong practitioners in a two-year period. So, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt in anybody's mind. We've written, we've got two books on it, we've got all kinds of... And these, here. just to clarify, these come after judicial executions? No, there's no judicial involvement in virtually all of the Falun Gong. That's the thing that nobody understands. Okay, right. So we better clarify this because we often cover the fact that China, of course, has one of the highest rates of execution, yeah. judicial execution. It's their choice. That's what yeah. they do. Uh, and they're always there in the top three, along with yeah. Saudi Arabia and yeah. Iran. But yeah. this is something different. Exactly. It's because a police signature is all you need to get sent to a forced labor camp. And then basically what happens is somebody from, um, it could be London, it could be Canada, goes over there for a liver. And uh, they uh, there's a computer bank and it says there's a match for, for you out in camp number 50. And somebody's dragged out of the camp number 50 into an operating room. Their liver's taken out of them. It's flown to Shanghai where you're probably waiting for your liver. And you come back to London with a new liver and somebody has been killed like a, a lobster in a grotesque restaurant. Hang on a minute. So you're not even saying because, I mean, it's one issue, the judicial executions and the use of the cadaver, mm -hmm. uh, which I suppose in a certain legal sense is the property of the state once the state has mm -hmm. killed the individual. But you're saying these are people being killed to order. <laughs> Precisely. And it's, it's, it's so, as you say, your horror shows how, how distressing it is. But yet it never gets mentioned uh, that these are people who've been maybe giving out pamphlets asking them to stop killing Falun Gong and they're, they're guilty of nothing. The allegation and, and our findings are shocking. I mean, uh, to us, uh, it, it, this is a, a form of uh, evil we have yet to see on this planet. Uh, this is a new form of evil. Uh, I'm uh, David Maidith, and with me is uh, David Kilgore. We've been asked to investigate allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China, uh, that the uh, the willing that the donors, the Falun Gong donors, are unwilling. Then uh, they have been uh, executed uh, in the process, uh, either for the purpose of the transplants or after the transplants, and that their bodies are cremated. That, that was the allegation we were asked to investigate. Uh, David Kilgore is a former member of parliament and former cabinet minister for Asia Pacific, and I'm a, a Winnipeg lawyer uh, doing immigration, refugee, and international human rights law in Winnipeg. We were asked to uh, investigate this uh, allegation by the coalition uh, against the, well, it's a coalition investigating allegations of persecution, coalition to investigate the persecution of Falun Gong in China, which is based in uh, Washington, D.C. We were asked to do this a couple months ago, uh, and we have uh, now uh, done uh, our investigation and we're producing this report. We were not paid. We were doing this as volunteers uh, and uh, we're not associated officially uh, with anyone. We're just acting independently from everyone and doing this investigation. We pursued every investigative trail we could find. In the report, you will see that there are 18 different avenues of proof and disproof we, we considered and evaluated. 
Our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true. We believe them to be true, that this uh, harvesting is indeed happening. That conclusion comes not from any one of these different 18 categories of evidence uh, that we looked at, but by assessing everything altogether. Altogether, uh, they paint a whole picture. All the evidence we looked at uh, either corroborated the uh, allegations or, in some cases, uh, where we were looking at possible disproof, did not disprove the allegations. We do know for a fact uh, that, that the Falun Gong are, are depersonalized, dehumanized, uh, and marginalized, uh, repressed, persecuted, uh, both in word and in deed, in, in the most vile ways uh, possible. For this sort of allegation to be true uh, in Canada would involve a very large step from where we are. But in China, it's not that big a step from where China has been. Mm. So there you have it, folks. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Those are the investigators. Yeah. And, and so, you know, while you were doing that, while you were going through, so for anybody who doesn't know, Falun Gong is a practitioner. It's, a, it's something that you do. It is a way of living. It is, a, it is an effort that you put into your body, your mind, your spirit. It puts you in some of the, uh, some of the best mindsets and body sets that you possibly can. It's, it's something that they've been doing over there for generations and generations going back um, <laughs> to the ancient times. They basically lost it for a certain while and then they brought it back. Is that right? 100%. Absolutely. And I've... I loved yoga and I love Tai Chi and I'm a strong, I love martial arts. And when I started to learn about Falun Gong and practice these slow moving exercises, folks, I can't, I can't tell you, um, you know, just how my body just opened up and how I felt better. I breathed better. I stopped smoking. I stopped a lot of drugs. I started uh, um, really focusing on my work. I felt better. My, my, my demeanor was more positive. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. better in business. I was better in love. I was kinder. So Falun Gong, exactly, Stephen, you nailed it. It's an ancient tradition for mind, body, and spirit. It's a, it's a Chinese spiritual discipline in, in, in the Buddhist type of tradition. It's not religion. It's not a cult. It's not a sect. Um, it's not a sinister terrorist group as the communist regime has demonized and slandered it as. But it is a way um, of life. That's that's the best thing, exactly. right? It's a hundred percent. It's it's like any yes. other martial art. It, it's kind of like uh, uh, it, it's it, you could say that it's like Wing Chun. You could say that it's like uh, karate. You could say that it, it's 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 like any other martial art or any other physical art out there. It's a way to connect your mind, your body, and your spirit in uh, in one sort of focused effort. Now, while you while you were playing that, I wanted to bring this up because there are. The, the 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 people that listen to this show and the people that listen to um, Mojo Five O, they're skeptical by nature. I say that because they are. They do their homework. They want to know the truth. They like to learn about these things, but they're skeptical by nature, especially when somebody says, "You know, this is a terrible epidemic." Okay. So here, I want to I want to kind of point these out to you. All I did was type in uh, Chinese forest organ harvesting in a Google search. Okay. First thing that pops up, Wikipedia page. Uh, organ harvesting from the Falun Gong practitioners in China. CNN, China mass harvesting organs from prisoners. Uh, Forbes, organ harvesting in China and many questions to be answered. These, are fr these go all the way back. Uh, this is 2016, 2018. Uh, you have your website on there. You've got the Washington Post 
Um, you have uh, what it English dot uh, dot the Liberty uh, proof China organ harvesting for from Jing, uh, Xinjiang. You know, it goes on and on and on and on. It isn't just some weird conspiracy <sighs> conspiracy theory sort of thing. If it was, I wouldn't have brought Mitchell on. <laughs> exactly. I, I did look into this before I brought him on. I promise you, this has been about a month and a half in the making. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, yes, sir. Uh, he 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 came to the he, he came to ask uh, because he wants to have have his voice heard. And you know what? Have your voice heard. Tell us about what's going on. Uh, but before you do, before you do, mm. I want to let people know about uh, one other thing. We have uh, some of the best services out there. You know, everything that you can do. Uh, we have cell phone services and 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 gun service and thing like that. But guess what? Every company that you provide to, they provide money to companies that you don't like. They put money out there that you don't want money going to. What do I mean by that? Well, if you use Patriot Mobile, go to patriotmobile.com. Not only do you help by taking money away from com uh, from organizations like Planned Parenthood and uh, and any other left-wing huge organization like that that uh, decides that death is the way to go, um, but you also get the ability to fund charities of your choice. Uh, Patriot Mobile uses uh, a little bit. They take a little bit of the funds that you give them on a, on a monthly basis, and the charity of your choice gets those funds. It's patriotmobile.com or 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-272-8746. They'll even buy out your lines, $500 per line or $1,500 per total account. You should be able to have your phone service and not know that in the back of your head, it's funding things that you can't get behind. PatriotMobile.com or 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Call today. Let them know Mojo sent you. So tell us about where you're at, what you're doing, and why. Well, for the last 20 years, uh, folks, I have dedicated my life to exposing the communist regime in China. The main culprit behind the forced organ harvesting, the main culprit behind the one-child policy, the brutal persecution of at least 60 to 80 million people in China, unnatural deaths, that's, that's more than two world wars combined of the slaughter, decimation, and destruction, as well as the 5,000 years of Chinese culture. The Communist Party <clears throat> has ransacked China, and I'm in Vietnam right now working with the underground resistance movements because we border China. But my operation just got shut down, so I'm laying low because I have a mark on my back, and I'm teaching two-year-olds and four-year-olds and nine-year-old children English until my operation comes up because That's we nice. have been so successful. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's a blessing because they're so cute and they're so young and we're talking and we, we're playing little games with them. It's beautiful. And as a, as a strong uh, a warrior as you are, Stephen, as a patriot, it brings out the – it's therapeutic because it brings out the delicateness and the softness of life. And it's just these lives are so innocent and precious. And the communist regime are also harvesting organs from children as Dr. Enver Toti, who I sat down with, a Chinese surgeon who fled China – shared in his uh, uh, dissertation in the, in the parliament when I sat down with him and the investigators you just heard mm -hmm, in May mm -hmm. of last year. Yeah. And um, the, the organ harvesting genocide is a new form of evil. 
It uh, doesn't exist in any other place in the world like China. There have been rumors about uh, Israel, but Israel actually signed into law the Organ Transplantation Act of 2008, banning any organ tourism from China. So that has been debunked. Taiwan has done it too, followed by Spain and mm -hmm. Italy. And um, the, uh, but that's only four countries. But the right. organ tourism rate has skyrocketed since the Falun Gong were outlawed and persecuted in 1999 and killed for their organs. So this is what I've been doing uh, since then, exposing this. I mean, that's that's crazy. Since 1999, uh, and I, you know, I, based on the videos that I've seen and uh, the, the 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 information that I've gotten. Um, I can definitely say those videos were from at least 1999 <laughs> or 2000. Absolutely, something something of that nature. And and so you have China, who parades themselves as this um, semi-democratic country and uh, parades themselves around as this market economy and everything else. But what you're telling me is that there's a huge underbelly, um, which we all should have understood. It's China. They haven't changed. Um, there's this huge underbelly of these people that are literally taking out po uh, populaces upon populaces uh, because they do because one they were either prisoners or two um, they were practitioners of something that actually helped their bodies continue to to grow and heal and uh, save strength uh, overall. So uh, uh, a pract uh, a practice that l that pretty much made their organs ripe for the harvest. Exactly. You nailed it. That's the reason. One, the main reason. Uh, there are three main reasons, basically, why Falun Gong was targeted by the Chinese Communist Party, because it grew to become the largest practice in China. One out of every 10 Chinese national citizens by 1998 were practicing Falun Gong. And the estimates of the Chinese government also said that this was the largest practice since the Tiananmen Square um, uh, uprisal up, up, up to stop the government from persecuting and killing children, uh, 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 students. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows about the 989. But when Falun Gong came into the picture by 1998, 100 million people from all walks of life, the highest ranking officials of the Chinese government, military generals, uh, more than half of upper class society were practicing these five exercises and following the philosophy of being more truthful, compassionate, and tolerant. And um, they were seeing through the psychological and physical, physiological evaluations through medical research, medical hospitals first in China mm -hmm. and then abroad, how, like you said, the organs were becoming very ripe from people from leukemia, tuberculosis, MS, even cancer were just, the tumors were being reduced. I mean, I've been working with doctors even in Vietnam who was just dumbfounded about how the tumors were being reduced, leukemia was being reduced, hepatitis was just being uh, 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 cleared and and healed. And it's quite remarkable. I've practiced Falun Gong for over 10 years, and, uh, and I've never been sick. I mean, I, I was very uh, unhealthy before, and after practicing after five or six months, my whole body changed to benefit, in benefits, uh, beneficial ways I've never, I, never, I can never quite imagine. Mm -hmm. And I come from a Jewish family, Jew, a Judeo-Christian family. I'm not interested in religion. I've heard about the rumors that this is some kind of sinister cult. I, I, and, and I wanted to take it on myself to learn about Falun Gong, practice it. And this is just a peaceful way of life. This is There's nothing bad about it, harmful or sinister, or even resembles a cult. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, really, to understand how organ harvesting could happen in China, it is crucial to understand that there is no limit uh, to how far the Chinese Communist Party will go to wipe out someone or something. Um, you know, and so yeah, the, well, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And when the persecution started in in, uh, in July 1999, uh, the Chinese regime called uh, the Falun Gong the biggest threat to national security since Tiananmen Square 10 years prior. And today they are even more terrified than ever. And there have been official Communist Party documents uh, recently issued uh, that have stated that the competition against Falun Gong is the principal means of competition for the hearts and minds of the masses. But there was one principal uh, regime head of the communist regime, a former military dictator and president of China, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, mm -hmm. namely Jiang Zemin. Now, people are familiar with Hu Jintao, Deng Xiaoping, and even President Xi, but right. they're not familiar with Jiang Zemin. And he was the leader of the communist regime. He was seeking to consolidate his own power, and um, uh, he started the persecution and the vilification of Falun Gong, and basically the elimination of, their, of these practitioners and killing them for their organs and making at least a, million, a billion dollar a year profiteering business off their organs. And then killing them, and and burying the bodies. Yeah. Dang, that is that is uh, all uh, not only horrid, but astounding. Uh, that sort of that sort of number and that sort of thing. All all because uh, they wanted to one consolidate power, two yes. control uh, control the populace, and three make a whole lot of money on the side. So they they decided that they were going to take a, take an entire group, an organization of people practitioners of a certain sect because it was on the rise and it was easy to notice them and because they did it outside which exactly easy to notice when you're doing it outside with everybody else exactly but and to think that uh, what were the four countries that you named that 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 have said no taiwan israel spain and italy okay i'm really glad that israel is in there but why aren't we in there america why are we allowing <laughs> this sort of thing going through i know obviously organs have a certain time limit on it and everything else going through but they can be frozen they can be set up they can be pushed over and they are um over to america it is a there is a black market guys and that is what it is but i do want to uh, do want to point out this was initiated by the government by the chinese government and we're just steps away from having people in our government do very similar things to us. We talked about a couple shows ago about, you know, uh, how, uh, how our government is trying to take over certain, certain, certain areas of healthcare. They're trying to do certain things. You have different states doing uh, different setups. But one of the best ways that you can protect yourself and protect your family, other than going out and voting and making sure that you're involved every day in the process, is to go to our friends at Tar River Arms. Tar River Arms, that's traguns.com. They're a veteran-owned, veteran-run uh, organization. They have, the great, uh, they have great prices, the best service out there, and they are the very first in 3D interactive-generated um, gun sales online. Not only that, but they'd use some of the best quality HD cameras to get uh, a zoom on there. If they've left a fingerprint on that handle... You can see it. Of course, they usually dock those and remake some new ones, but I'm just saying you'd be able to see it because you can zoom in that close. 
like I said, it, go over to traguns.com. Go see Kurt. Let him know that you are and you want to be uh, a protector of your family. It's traguns.com. Let him know Mojo sent you. Mitchell. Yes, sir. I have another sound clip for you, if you would like, uh, to further reiterate this confirmation of allegations that have been confirmed. You know what? Let, let's roll it. Let's get it done. This oh, wait, is from actually, the former... Actually, let's do this. We'll, roll, yeah. we'll, we'll wait on that, because in about two and a half minutes, we're going to a, cut to a commercial break. So we'll hit that Wonderful. after that. But so okay. how did you... So you got involved with this because you got involved in, in the practice? Is that how you got yeah. involved? Exactly. In 2001, I was studying international business and politics at the University of Georgia. And I love yoga and tai chi and martial arts. Mm -hmm. And I tried Falun Gong. It was a little booth at a a, a festival in uh, the famous Athens, Georgia, where REMs come from, you know, the famous band REM and other bands out of Atlanta Mm -hmm. uh, in the south. And um, I practiced and I learned the exercises and I was just blown away, like I said, by the amazing uh, health. The first exercise stretches the energy channels and opens up all that uh, uh, um, congestion that from the stress, the anxiety, and I was very depressed at that time. And I couldn't believe how how healthy I would feel. And so I continued to practice and practice. And I read all the all, all the all the literature from the teacher, Mr. Lee, and it made sense. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. not it's, it's it's ancient Chinese philosophy. Um, nothing sinister, nothing extreme. Um, I heard what the communist regime was saying, how this is an evil cult, that they kill themselves, they harm themselves, and nothing of the sort. Just natural, peaceful, a way of life, and that's how I got involved. Okay, okay. All right, folks, that sound right there means that we will be going to a commercial break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Catch you on the other side. Okay, so now we have two minutes of just kind of break time where none of this is ever going to be heard. <laughs> how, how, how do you how do you like it so far? Stephen? good? Solid? I, I think it is. I think it is. I think it's Great. solid. Um, the the next clip. How long is that clip? About four four minutes and fifty. It's about about five minutes. Perfect. About five minutes. Even better. Great. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, what I'll do is I'll roll. I will actually on the next break after the break sets, I will roll into the first live read so that we can go through that. We can have a good conversation about about that next part um, and, you know, give some facts and figures and everything else um, so that we know we know what's going on Um, by the end of it. Hopefully everybody will kind of get the idea about what's going on. Sure. Since we want to actually talk more about the organ harvesting and less about Falun Gong itself. um, Exactly. You know, that that whole deal. But uh, so. With that going through, I think that's a good game plan for that, and uh, we'll we'll get more into the or- organ harvesting side right after that hits. Wonderful, wonderful. Cool. We've got about eh, forty-five seconds.
how long is this segment that we have? The next segment. Twenty eight minutes. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so maybe we can play two two clips if that's possible. But we'll see how it goes because I have another one as well. And we're back. That's right. You're listening to The Fitters Live with Stephen Airy. We are on Mojo 5.0. Anything that we can do to live free. You know, one of the best things that we can do to live free before we get back to the conversation that we're having because it is awesome and there is a whole bunch of more information that we need to talk to, talk to uh, Mitchell about. One of the best things that you can do to have fun and to live free is to go to rightongame.com. Rightongame.com, use the promo code MOJO50, get 10% off on the game. Why? Why should you go to rightongame.com? Well, it's simple. The rightongame.com gives you the best entertainment that you can have on a board game, bar none. That's it. And why is that? It's because mocking the left feels so right. I mean, just just check this out. Here's the trigger warning. On the box, microaggressions are contained in the box. If you're a millennial snowflake and you're offended by its content, retreat to your safe space because that is highly recommended. Go to rightongame.com. Rightongame.com. Use the promo code MOJO50. Get 10% off. Have some fun with your family. It doesn't always have to be PC, guys. It can be fun and still get a little offensive. Anyway. Back to some terribly offensive information. Um, <laughs> uh, hard to believe. Yeah, uh, hard to believe information. China's a bad organization, you know. Um, Mitchell, you have a couple of things that you want to get to. Um, why don't we get to this next clip that you have? Uh, that way we can really kind of dive in deep. Wonderful. Well, this is a clip from the vice president, four-time running vice president of the European Parliament, Edward McMillan Scott. Sir Edward McMillan Scott, sharing about the forced organ harvesting in China, and then I'll get to the evidence about how how, how serious this is. And 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 we've talked to human rights organisations, left, right, and centre, and for seven to ten years they did nothing. They turned their backs. The United Nations, and I, and I'll share with you uh, before I play this clip. United Nations, the the arm of the of the United Nations is the World Health Organization. Have infiltrated the, the communist regime have infiltrated into these organizations with their shills to refute the claims and are sitting on the board boards of these medical and human rights and governing bodies to remain silent. Even the Vatican, is complicit with the communist regime, and are remaining silent. The world organizations, the human rights organizations. Uh, the governing bodies all turning their back. I mean, think about this, Stephen mm-hmm. and folks. Only four countries have banned organ organ tourism from China because of what they've heard about the Falun Gong in China. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is insane. How many countries are in the world? So we have a we have an upward. Uh, we, we're uh, up uh, um, S Creek with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with with no paddles, but we're doing we're doing our best. And like sh- with shows like yours, Stephen, I take my hat off to two patriots like you that, that, that are trying to make America great again. You know. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Here's here, here's the here's the clip. Here's the clip uh, from Edward Milinskop. The uh, wrote a report on EU-China relations uh, in 1996-7 for the Foreign Affairs Committee, and returned to Beijing in 2006, where I met uh, ex-prisoners of conscience, Falun Gong practitioners, 
as well as uh, made contact with a number of other dissidents and reformers. All the Chinese with whom I had contact were then imprisoned, and in some cases, like Gao Zhisheng, tortured. Gao Zhisheng is a Christian human rights lawyer, very, very well known in China, who investigated the persecution of Falun Gong and wrote reports about it. One of the people I met, Cao Dong, who had been in prison, told me the story about how his best friend had disappeared one evening from the cell in their prison. And the next time he saw him, it was his body in the prison hospital with holes where body parts had been extracted. The belief that I have, <clears throat> and I share with David Kilgore, that organ harvesting is widespread in China, and it is restricted almost exclusively to Falun Gong practitioners. The only prisoners in China who are routinely blood tested and blood pressure tested are Falun Gong practitioners. The organ transplant industry is in the hands of the military. The People's Liberation Army is responsible for the uh, hospitals, the transportation of body parts, and the sale of them. It is therefore a governmental activity and constitutes genocide under Article 2 of the Genocide Convention. It is as serious as that. The Falun Gong art of the Chinese regime of today, what the Jews were to the Nazis during the war. And we should all take note of this and look at China with new eyes. The European Parliament uh, comes from a very diverse background. And as Peter has already said, even within this quite straightforward resolution, there are still problems because the absolute deluge of propaganda from the regime in Beijing vilifying Falun Gong as some sort of extremist cult. Now, I've met, as I said, hundreds of members of Falun Gong. It is not a sect. It is not a cult. There is no money involved. There is no uh, brainwashing. All the normal characteristics of a cult simply don't exist. These are people who practice their uh, spiritual exercises uh, on their own. And yet, as I said, because between 70 and 100 million people in 1999, were practicing Falun Gong. This was seen by Jiang Zemin, then the, the, the leader of the Communist Party, as a threat to his own position. It wasn't, of course, but he saw the opportunity of creating an enemy within. Just as during the war, the Nazis singled out the Jews as a special character, characteristic and did what they did to the Jews. The same is happening today, today to Falun Gong in China. That is why it is genocide. That's why I say it's so serious. More than two-thirds of the prisoners in China in re-education through labor or forced labor camps are Falun Gong practitioners. That is a huge number of people. Now, at the end of the Kilgamatis report, you will see a list of more than 3,000 Falun Gong practitioners who have died under torture. To the regime, those are wasted people, but nevertheless, they have died under torture in the prison camps. I've met hundreds of Falun Gong who've been through this terrible process of escalating torture. I believe that we should, in Europe, now set up something like happened in West Germany during the Cold War at Selzgitter, where an impunity index was maintained of confidential denunciations from East Germany under communist rule against torture and maltreatment. And after reunification, a number of prosecutions followed of those people. And what we need in, 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 in the world today is an impunity index maintained at an international level, in my view, by the EU, in conjunction with the International Criminal Court, so that people in China or other countries where there's repression may make 
confidential denunciations, and having talked to ex-prisoners, they tell me that the one thing that gave them some hope was that one day the torturers would be brought to account. Now, in the report of David Kilgore, David Matus, those 3,000 Falun Gong practitioners who've died, in those cases, it has been established where they were arrested, where they were imprisoned, who did the torture, that is listed. And that's a fundamental point. And we should never, ever give up on the idea that one day justice will be done. I thought that was quite powerful from Sir Edward McMillan Scott sharing about what is going on. Oh, yeah, that's that's it's it's astounding to 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 really hear it and to go through the process of of listening to that and it's just it doesn't really make sense you know Xinjiang right is one of the areas that that's in, that's been involved in this is that correct yes yes um and you know so, so funny thing the UN is not allowed to go there right now Exactly. And you probably heard about the Uyghur Muslims as well. About a million Uyghurs are detained in yes. China. Yes, you also have the House Christians. Yes, and the House Christians and the Tibetans. Mm -hmm. But very mm -hmm. little has been told about the Falun Gong. So as the evidence is coming out, I sat with uh, David Mattis and David Kilgore and uh, Ethan Gutman. These are the three investigators. Their uh, investigators have shook the world, yet the um, profound effect has not come to light yet because still people are thinking, well, is this really going on? Is this still going on? Mm -hmm. And the cover-up, I mean, you have had one, at least one quarter of China's gross domestic profit for the last 18 to 20 years covering this up. The secret police, the military police, I mean, you have your embassies. China has its tentacles all over the world silencing the world governing organizations that what they, 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 the, the, the communist regime has placed their deputy minister of health, um, Huang Jiefu, a very evil tyrant and a man who oversaw the organ harvesting and did transplants himself, false transplants himself on liver mm -hmm. uh, transplants on Falun Gong petitioners. He is sitting on the board and as a director of the World Health Organization and has made the Council of the World Health Organization refute the claims and the evidence from David Kilgore and David Mattis, and thus silencing the governing bodies to do or to act against this, as well as the United Nations um, and the Vatican, to, 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 to uh, just give some examples. Um, yeah. So it's really, it's really very sad that this is going on. But like I said, because of people like yourself, Stephen, and your lovely listeners, to just listen in out of their busy schedules, why has this got to do with them? Who cares? This is going on a million miles away with some kind of group. Who, I'm too busy to listen to it. Why has this got to do with me? Mm -hmm. It's got to do with you, ladies and gentlemen, because imagine if it was your friends, your family, your colleagues, your children, your loved ones that were just forcefully blood tested, shipped off in the middle of the night or the middle of the day, just fired from their works, frozen bank accounts, taken away uh, in, uh, to state-mandated hospitals. You never see them again to find out they were cremated after their bodies were cut open while alive and their organs extracted and sold for, for hundreds and thousands of dollars. And um, the reporters, just to give you a little bit of a, a, an example of how much a cornea goes through, go, goes for, mm -hmm. the investigators before the Chinese government, because they actually had websites, about 20 websites, promoting the organ harvesting, selling of organ harvest, of the organ, organs of Falun Gong and others. 
And the corneas, $30,000 a piece. Lungs, $150,000 to $170,000. Kidneys, mm-hmm. $62,000. Livers, $130,000. A heart, $160,000. And this is on a specified date. I mean, this is unheard of. Uh, you know, if you're trying to get a kidney or a liver or even a heart in America, you're on a waiting list to, for at least four to eight years. In China, you're mm-hmm. like a lobster that has been taken out, cut open four or five times to get the right match on a specified date within a couple of days or a couple of weeks, which is insane. That just doesn't make that, – that's insane. It is insane. I mean, if, if you think Hard about uh, the, the reason why we have such a huge list for organ donors and things like that is because uh, not that many people – I mean, millions of people die every day, obviously. But across the world in each mm. section – there are only so many people that have your same blood type and everything else going through the entire list of things. It's not like there's going to be a perfect match dying at the same point in time where you need a new organ. And it's also not like that that person's organs are going to be perfect or in the right shape or they might die and that organ that you need is the one that's already been crushed or, or destroyed. But you have... And like you were saying, these people are on, they're on the boards of the, the, the WHO the World Health Organizations, they're on the councils in the UN. They're on every organization out there that you can that you that you can be a part of to make sure that word doesn't get out. Plus you also have the fact that now China has the uh what is it? The merit credit yeah. system. The just merit not, just merit another way of saying so. Yeah. And yeah. You you've been there, so explain it a little better. For, for, for us people that are, uh, that are over here. Social credit score is just another way to censor and basically package for the West to control the West. You have seen the communist regime infiltrated into the left with Planned Parenthood, with the body parks. This is all, this is all socially engineered mm-hmm. and constructed based on the communist regime. I mean, you have political correctness, you have microaggressions, you have common core, you have this uh, this this inclusivity. This is all right. communist cultural Marxist tactics mm-hmm. that have come from the playbook of the communist manifesto and oh, the yeah. communist uh, constitution. And socialism is a trap. It is a trap to uh, 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 bring in this reign of terror, which is the Chinese Communist Party that is causing all these problems in China and in the West. And um, uh, you can see how China has uh, has infiltrated. I mean. With, with with people scared to speak their minds, especially in America. Mm. Americans are scared to speak their mind. You used to have a nickname, a loudmouth American, and I'm a U.S. citizen. I love to speak in my mind. I learned from American culture. We are loud. We are boisterous. We are open. We are free. That's Even pretty much Vietnamese. true. <laughs> yes. And the Vietnamese, they love the culture. They want the culture. They are so sick and tired of this tyranny, this, this, this communist dictatorship, mm-hmm. this reign of terror which is now being exported into the West on the left, particularly. Um, but it will not succeed. And um, this forced organ harvesting will be exposed soon enough. And uh, there's a, all the documents, all the, all the updates, all the reports are online, free of charge. Uh, Falun Gong is, is free to practice as well and, and, and try. Um, but the, uh, if, if, I, if I may, Stephen, I can share, I don't know how much time we have left, but I can share some websites people can go and and, and research for themselves. Oh yeah, we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, actually, okay. before we get to that point, um, I want to let you guys know about our uh, one of our other sponsors. It's CharityMagnets.com. CharityMagnets.com. 
they they design and produce beautiful, high quality uh, products for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. Uh, their their community include law enforcement professionals and their families, first responders, uh, corrections officers, members of the military, and private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and to helping others in a time of need such as the people that we're talking about just now. You, though, you can support the brave men and women in law enforcement, and you can show your support by going to charitymagnets.com. You use the promo code MOJO. You get $5 off on the purchase, plus every single purchase that you make over at Charity Magnets, uh, a small donation is given to the uh, Cops for Kids with Cancer organization. That uh, that research and uh, that organization has given $2.5 million dollars uh, over that now, uh, uh, in donations to cancer research and cancer funds, go to charitymagnets.com. Use the promo code MOJO. Get $5 off on any purchase. That's charitymagnets.com. Now, with, with, with it's great. The fact that we have freedom of speech, the fact that we can be loud and we can be boisterous and we can be out and about. But you have, so, but over in China, and, and there are a couple of countries that are actually fighting against China right now. Uh, isn't Taiwan and all, all of those mm-hmm. places? They're actually trying to get out from underneath the big hand of China that it is, um, even though China's stretching down the uh, South China Sea into all those areas. They're trying to get away from that, aren't they? Yes, they're under the red dragon's claw. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's for sure. It's, it's crazy to think that uh, that a country who just a few years ago had a president voted into office who's now elected himself president for life. That's a communist dictator. Yeah, that's a communist yep. dictator, guys. That's 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 what that is. Um, he's now, uh, and also put into place where you have all of these people that are being turned, uh, like we said, we had the, the Muslim population, you have the, uh, you, you have the Christians, you have the people that are just going, that are in prison. Um, you have this wonderful population of people that are trying to just better themselves, and I mean from from the lowest of low to the uh, to the highest of highs in the in the organizational charts in China. Which, by the way, there are a lot of organizations organizational charts in China. That is one big giant uh, pyramid, if it were, <laughs> of organizations. Am I correct? And they're controlled by the party system, and and, and, Every and time. a serious a serious fact I could share with you is that when Falun Gong was first persecuted. There was a final solution campaign that was created. Um, there's a good uh, publication called Cold Genocide. Uh, if anyone wants to just look it up, Cold Genocide, uh, Falun Gong. Mm-hmm. It's a systematic normalization of genocide. There's a hot genocide and a cold genocide. Hot genocide is just killing outright, destroying, just like the Khmer Rouge did in Cambodia or what the, Tutsi, the Hutus did to the Tutsis in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. But a cold genocide is step-by-step normalization of weaponized propaganda to demonize a specific group, scapegoat them, and then destroy them from the inside out, and then kill them for their organs. And this is what has happened with the Uyghur Muslims, and particularly the Falun Gong. Mm-hmm. And what was set up in 1998, or 1999, one month before the persecution, or the Kristallnacht, as the, as the Nazis called with the Jews, right. to completely uh, forbid anybody practicing Falun Gong and making a Falun Gong uh, 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 completely outlawed. The 610 office was called June 10th, 1999. The 610 office, a Gestapo type office, created by the former leader of the communist regime, Jiang Zemin, to sit on top of the governmental system, which is the party system controlling the governmental system, yeah. and then all the way down, all the political, social, and economic spectrums. Controlled 
to this day, the 16 office for one part, one, for one objective and one objective only, to destroy and eliminate and go to war with Falun Gong and kill them for their organs and make money off them. That's this will, that, it's, that's it's insane. That, that's that's a it's big insane. That's a big claim. I'm just saying that's a big claim. And it's true. Oh. It's true. Look up, look up the 610 office. It's confirmed. It is true, and it is mind blowing. We have 18 documentaries out there. Um, we have all the confirmations. I mean, I've been doing this, ladies and gentlemen, for 20 years, and still, and still, there has we have been called conspiracy theories, and still, the World Health Organization, the Vatican, the United Nations, remains silent. There has been a medical advocacy group uh, that I'm proud to be uh, collaborating with called Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting. DAFOH.org. And these are a band of doctors that have come together, very high ranking doctors as well around the world. Mm -hmm. And they have, they submitted a petition to the United Nations within the last three to five years. And over three to four million people, signatures signed to expose this and to urge the United Nations to do something. And they've remained silent. So the Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting recently withdrew the signatures withdrew the petition to show and expose the United Nations for what they are, which are, by the way, controlled by the communist regime. And that is why you hear Nikki Haley, the, the former ambassador to the United Nations, yeah. and Mark Pompeo say we're going to leave the United Nations because it's communist controlled. Well, yeah, and that was the entire point of it. I mean, the UN now, so the entire point of the UN originally was, you know, oh, we're going to come together and we're going to make peace in the world and everything's going to be hunky-dory and just fine. The UN now is really just a way for everybody to say, uh, tell the U.S. to pay for all of our all their crap and shut up about uh, all the problems that we're creating in the world, uh, that they are creating in the world. Um, because it, it makes it so that every organization gets to police themselves. So every country basically gets to police themselves, even though the UN is supposed to be like the world police sort of thing. Um each one, they all have their their hats in the ring, and they all have uh, their place in um, in the lead, if you will. Uh, a president of this group, and president of this organization, and you know the leader of this uh, thing. So you have the WHO, and you've got the UN. Uh, you've got UN councils and committees and security councils and everything else. It makes it impossible to actually do anything with the uh, do anything inside of the UN that would condemn another country. Other than Israel. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. And, and there's no other place on earth than China that is conducting large-scale, systematic, ins institutionalized organ harvesting. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is no other country in the world. You have uh, uh, back alley organ thefts. You have people in Southeast Asia mm -hmm. are trafficked, but especially children in the sex trafficking and child trafficking. But there is no other place other than than China where systematic, industrialized, institutionalized, forced organ harvesting is going on on a large scale that we've never seen before. And if I may, I don't know how much time we have, uh, Stephen. Oh, we've got um, roughly seven minutes. Wonderful. There was an interview from Ethan Gutman, who is a China award-winning China investigator and a Nobel Peace Prize nominee for the 2018 uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Anyway, mm -hmm. he said he was interviewed uh, and uh, was asked, what do you say to those people who still doubt that organ harvesting has occurred or is occurring on a large scale in China, especially through the use of Falun Gong practitioners? And he said, the dogs bark, the caravan moves on. Look, the slaughter, my book, has been out for a year. 
That's plenty of time for serious reviewers to question my conclusions. I can't think of one who has, even the South China Morning Post, which obviously had to give a critical review given their financial relationship with the mainland, didn't dare. And I stand by every footnote, every interview. I don't begrudge anyone the right to doubt. As, my, as I say in my book, these are serious allegations, toxic allegations. But no one, no one has the right to dismiss the allegations without actually reading the corpus of work that has been published. My book, The Slaughter, Bloody Harvest, The Kilgore and Matters Report, and State Organs, not to mention all the investigative reports that have been authored by the Epoch Times out of New York, mm-hmm. the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong, and, Do- and Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting. This investigation started in 2006. If the volume of investigative work is only increasing, you want to comment? Hit the books. If someone is too lazy to read about the subject or just doesn't care enough about the Chinese atrocities to bother, perhaps they should keep silent. And I think that's a very pressing and uh, an important point he has made. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's uh, incredibly repressing. I mean, if you have all of these organizations that you know for a fact are going to have been doing this for generations, basically, um, and they've, they've been pretty open about it inside of their own government structures, it's just the fact that in on the world stage they put a brave face on it is that that's kind Absol- of how it works absolutely a mask exactly it's the, they are the china the chinese communist party that has controlled china has controlled the chinese people and literally has just controlled everything they are the masters of deception and when they they are like vampires they do not want to be in the limelight and as soon as they are in the limelight they call their bulldog or their minion like north korea or that cause a problem here or cause a problem there, because if they, the cover-up is so intense, and that is why our, our operation got shut down recently, about two months ago when I was uh, in the States uh, mm-hmm. visiting my family for Christmas, I was told not to come back to Vietnam. Our operation has been ceasing for security reasons because the communist regime has mandated the VCP, the Vietnamese Communist Party, to crack down on Falun Gong practitioners and human rights organizations and our organization that is exposing this forced organ harvesting in China. And so I said, no, to to fail to support the good and to fail to expose evil is unacceptable. And what is a man who cannot make the world a better place? And you know what? It's important to live a noble life, but if I have to die a noble death, so be it, uh, my friends, because that is a true patriot, and that is what we have to do. And we're, we're up against a serious red dragon and a globalist elite that is trying to destroy America and instill... Uh, or, 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 or um, uh, a communist reign of terror system into America. You mm-hmm. are seeing how they're ripping out the constitutional values of the United States, ripping out the traditional republic values, taking God out of the out of the out of the, uh, the schools and the courtrooms. They are uh, dividing the families. They are mandating forced vaccinations, mandating uh, uh, um, uh, compelled speech trying to take away the gun rights mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you were promoting your your wonderful friends, your patriotic, patriotic friends. And the Second Amendment is the most important amendment of the Constitution because it protects all the other ones. If we don't have our guns, and that's what Mao Zedong did. This is what all the uh, Stalin did. They took away the guns, even in Mexico. And when they go for your guns, they go for your rights. That's very true. Because if they do go for your guns, that means they're going to go for your uh, First Amendment as well. So, Mitchell, give us a couple of, a couple of rundowns real quick. Uh, where can they go if they want to find more information? 
stoporganharvesting.org and transplantabuse.org. There you go. So stoporganharvesting.org and end transplantabuse.org. In transplantabuse.org. Go find out. Go look at the information. Find out more for yourself, guys. It's been a ride. This is Defenders Live with Stephen Airy. Mitchell, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Hope pleasure to see you again, too, but next time, let's find something ha- happier to talk about. God bless America. You heard it, folks. God bless America. Talk to you later. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org heart.